in different segments of their life, be it love, academics, career, whatever it is, the consistency needs to span across. And this message comes from my heart because I'm seeing so many men hurting inside because their friends or their male friends that they, they're the closest to aren't even helping them grow or aren't even opening their eyes to realize their other areas that they need help with. Now, whilst I can go on and on about this very topic, I want you to listen to this episode again, watch this episode over and over again, and ask yourself with each of your friends, if you were able to write down all the names of your friends, your male friends in your life, and this goes to the ladies as well, those male friends that you have, or even your boyfriends or your husbands, whoever it is, have you been able to help them in these four areas? Have you been able to say of a, of a truth that you're doing the four different things? Being able to hold them accountable, being able to love them, being able to help them grow and being able to do that consistently in different parts of their life. You're listening to Journey to Fatherhood, a podcast that inspires and equips men to becoming more intentional and feeling more supported on the journey to fatherhood. Why wait to become a father before learning how to be a good one? My name is Chinidim Obwennaya, a young man also on his journey with a desire to help men become great fathers despite their past personal experiences. I'll be sitting with different guests to bring you great value, sharing their knowledge and their experiences as we all embark on this amazing journey. This podcast, though targeted towards men, ladies, you will also gain great value from the conversations. Now, without further ado, let the journey begin. Hello and welcome to Journey to Fatherhood podcast. It's your host here, Chinadim. And today I really want to start by saying congratulations. You made it into the month of June. We are now in June 2021. And it's wonderful to know that in spite of all that's happened with the pandemic and the breakout and everything that's happened in the last year and a bit, we are still able to stand here. And if you're listening to this, if you're watching this, it's more than enough reason to be grateful because you're alive and you're able to not only live, but you're able to use your faculties to learn, to grow and keep on looking forward to things in life. So without further ado, I really want us to dig deep into today's conversation. We have just entered the month of June. Once again, congratulations, you made it. And one thing that was synonymous with the month of June is that all around the world, many men and many people all around the world, they celebrate Father's Day in June it could be the 20th I believe it's June the third week of June and in that time I'm always interested to know what people's reflections are upon um, Father's Day because you know with Mother's Day we think about you know the mother that carried you for nine months in your stomach and in her belly and gave birth to you nursed you and still nursing you even long after that she'll still be the one to call you to check up on you Now, when it comes to Father's Day, what I've realized is that sometimes it doesn't get celebrated as much. And this may be down to different people's perspective of what people have different opinions on it. But what I also realized is that a lot of times when we approach yearly events, schedules and all of these things, it's a time to remember things. Now, Father's Day is not a historical thing where something happened and we, we do it in remembrance of a specific date or anything like that but we celebrate fathers just like we celebrate mothers because it's the powerful wonderful dynamic a parent has a woman cannot give birth on her own of course there are new genetic ways to do that but a father is required uh, the role of a man is required to give birth 
So the reason why I'm talking about this Father's Day is as we're leading up to this Father's Day, I've just been thinking all year round and especially in the last few days as we've entered the month of June, I've been thinking to myself, with this Father's Day in June 2021, what's going to be different? What can men take differently from the way they approach it, the way they embrace it, even those that aren't fathers yet? Because as you know, the podcast is called Journey to Fatherhood. And it's for not just people that are fathers, existing fathers, but those that also aspire to be great fathers that want to start learning how to be great men and then great fathers in the future. And a few things came up as I was planning for today's episode. And I was just thinking to myself, before even starting to talk from a place of a father, again, I am not a father. So I can only talk from experiences, conversations I've had, and as well when we have guests on the show. Today, I really want us to address four different areas. One of them, and we're going to go straight into it, is accountability. The accountability in terms of how do we uphold each other as men in terms of when we're approaching the stage of fatherhood, even whilst we're young teenagers, as well as when we're young adults or even grown adults, even after in our old age, how do we relate with each other? You know the phrase where they, a lot of people say, you know, um, a brother in need is a brother. A brother in need is a brother indeed. Now, people have used that, they've coined it different ways. A brother in need is a brother indeed. Now, my question is this When do we acknowledge when another brother is in need? Is it when they're suffering or when they're struggling? Because suffering and struggling are different. Strife can be from a place where you're trying to gain growth. Suffering could literally be as a result of negative outcomes, negative outcomes. So my question to you as you're listening right now is, how often do we hold each other accountable? This starts from the very small age because one thing I've, I've been blessed to do, I've been blessed with the opportunity to do, is to mentor young men. And I say young men because some of them are teenagers that I think the oldest is just about to hit 18 and one of them no one of them's 20 and what i've come to realize is that take for example last week on the last week of of may last weekend of may i was i had the privilege of meeting up with one of my mentees and i've known this young man for five years the five-year relationship started when i was mentioned when i was a mentor at the school i took a year out placement year worked for an organization called city year city year uk and in that time i was able to along with a lot of young adults that were their 18 to 21s about that age and some a bit much more older we were able to volunteer for one year and we were assigned different individuals that were identified as struggling um tough behavior students and students that they believed had a character and needed some more shaping behavioral shaping and we were aimed we were a task to analyze three different things attendance behavior curriculum so we have to get them engaged to the point where they love to come to school they come on time they're present and their behavior is intact to help them get the best out of the curriculum and one of the major things that really touched me was being able to see and mentor some of the young boys that I was mentoring at the time one of them the one I'm currently speaking to now and the one I met during the weekend I met him when he was in year seven. And in year seven, for the international listeners, year seven is the secondary school. Um, you're in year seven at the age of 11. 
So 11 to 12, you're in year seven, that's in the school sector. So you go from nursery, primary, year, se- um, year seven, which is secondary, year seven to year 11. So year seven, that's you spend five years in secondary school before you go to the next level, which is called A-levels. But you can read that up because I know that people's school curriculum is a bit different from everyone else's all around the world. And going back to the story is that for the last five years, I've still been in touch with a student, even though it was just a one-year placement. And we've had guests come here and talk about the fact that you could be a father figure and you could play the role of a father to a young man that maybe needs that support. You could play a role to someone that just needs another role, male in their lives to encourage them and guide them along the way. And I am not saying this to puff myself up, but one thing I can definitely say is that over the last five years, after the year I spent in the secondary school mentoring this young man in school, I've come to realize that not only have I seen him grow, I've also seen myself grow in terms of the fact that I know that there are some young people looking up to me. I know there are some young people that are looking to observe if what I do aligns with what I say. And this young man, he's a wonderful kid. He's grown up. He's now currently 15, about to be 16 in July. And what I've come to read, of course, (laughs) he's grown in height. He's grown in stature and all of those things. I think I'm about growing the same, you know, just, he just about, let's just say a few inches, you know, because you can't see my fault. You can't, you can't see us together right now. So let's just say a few inches a bit taller than me. (laughs) Lord forgive me for lying. But he's definitely taller. He's a bit, he's taller than me. But going back to it is that I've seen him grow physically. I've also seen him grow emotionally and also intellectually in how he observes things. What I mean by, of course, the physical growth that's that's um that's self-explanatory in terms of the height and old stature and things like that an emotional part is that he's been able to start working on regulating his emotions when i started working with this young man in year seven they said that they tried to diagnose him with adhd they did they said all sorts of things and their idea was that because he's so agitated he's easily agitated and he has anger issues and there were so many lists of things that they were looking out for they when they assigned him to me, they were concerned because they felt that he would be a handful. What I started to do from the very set get-go is just understand what it is that is frustrating him. Because I believe that people act out of character when there is something that they're unable to express effectively. So they either turn to anger, they either turn to sadness, or some sort of way to express themselves. What I started to do in that within that year, what we were able to establish is fact that he just feels that people label him as um, destructive and all these other things whereas you would have thought that there were things wrong and because he exhibited those behaviors that was why it was labeled that way however the labeling actually caused him to continue to exhibit that because it was frustrated so what we started working on was understanding how to regulate his emotions and it may sound very simple but as we dug deep into it, I started to realize he didn't have a strong male role model in his life. What I mean by that is that though the father was, um, though, wow. What I started to realize is that though he had a father in the house, he had a stepfather in the house, there was no relationship. It was almost a constant battle, argument day and night, day and night, day and night. And he was pretty much being raised by his single parent mother. And all along the way, whilst I was talking to him, I knew that his mother was a strong woman. 
and the mother is still a strong woman to this day. However, there is, there is something special and something very valuable about a young boy having a male adult role model or a male figure in his life to help him along the ways. And we started talking and I'll be honest, there were times where I was frustrated in the fact that I was saying to myself, well, surely you know this is wrong. You know this is not right. Um, at your age, you should know this. But I had to take things back and hold myself and realize that what is common sense to me, what is common knowledge to me may not be so common to him in the sense that no one's really held him accountable to it. He's been able to know that, okay, when I'm in school, the teachers can say this, I can react this way, but when I go home, I could do what I want. However, what happened was that the relationship I fostered with him after that year went beyond the school walls. And with his parents' permission, with his mother's permission, I was able to speak to him regularly. We would go out for a gentleman's meal, dress up in suits and all these other things. And all along the way with conversations, cautioning him, guiding him, being on a call with him and just speaking into him and just understand that he was frustrated with the relationship with his father and his stepfather. There was a frustration building up in the young man and the way he re thought best to re react was to lash out in terms of being disruptive and all these other things. Now, this is a young man and I'm still in touch with him and now he's aspiring to be a civil engineer and he's doing so well he's about to go into the next stage and i'm proud of him and if he's listening now you know i love you and this will be something that will continue to grow even when i'm in my late six even until i get old you'll still be my guy and i'm saying this because it's so easy to focus on the younger ones whilst it's great to mentor and i'm told i'm gonna get to the point while it's great to mentor and hold him accountable my question is, what do we do to those that are the same age as us? To the guys out there, to the guys that, to your friends, your male friends, or your male acquaintances, the guys you have in your life, how often do you pull them up on the things you know they shouldn't be doing? How often do you hold them accountable to themselves, to the, to the right morals, to the right character? Because what happens in our society is that a lot of guys get together and they, they are doing the same things and no one's really holding each other out. They're indulging in some horrible behaviors. And all of a sudden, one guy, it, the, the light switch comes on and he takes himself away, but doesn't try to help his friends come out. And he will always say, OK, well, these and we then um, we put things into categories. Well, these are and people start um, hanging around with guys that associate with, you know, when I want to have a great time out in, these are the guys I want to go to. When I want to talk business, these are the guys I want to talk to. When I want to go talk about things that I know I shouldn't be talking about, these are the guys I go to. But you in yourself, you want to be a completely independent factor, knowing that all the other things, the guys that you go to, to talk about those things that shouldn't be, those conversations that shouldn't be had, those behaviors that shouldn't be indulged in, you go and approach them and you're okay, you, you do all of that and you step away. And you're able to know the difference, but yet you don't try to correct them. And we always come about and saying, oh, him, he's always been like that. He's always been like that because you've actually reinforced that behavior. Because in his mind, he feels that, well, you, you, you come along as well and you do the same things I do. Even though you're there, you do the same things I do. In your head, you're probably thinking, well, he knows it's wrong. He shouldn't be doing it. However, he needs you that you call yourself a friend. As a brother, as a friend, you need to be the one to also hold him accountable and tell him, sit down with him. It's better that you sit down with him and talk him 
through the right things to do and encourage him to be better and if he then refuses continuously to get better then you take a step back and hope and still be available however what's happening is a lot of guys don't do that they just do the the alternative they just don't do anything they just don't say anything they pick and choose when to speak to them and when they speak to them they don't even speak life they just encourage the bad behavior and we have seen guys that know friends that are doing the wrong things and then once they get convicted let's talk about criminal activity you know friends that are doing guys will know other guys that are doing the wrong things they know they're into the wrong stuff and they never correct them if anything they praise them and then once they get convicted god forbid they go to prison and they get time those very same guys that were hailing them and saying doll that's my guy you're lit you're doing bits and all of those things they don't even go to visit them how many times have we seen documentaries when this story is told guys will be friends and buddies until something and not even try to help each other out to get out of their bad behaviors and what happens is one person gets caught or one person gets in trouble in deep trouble and the rest they you know go their separate ways and say well do you knew the consequences what part of being your brother's keeper is that the reason why a lot of men are struggling is because sometimes we ain't we're not even honest with ourselves we're not honest enough to tell ourselves okay listen Let's come together. How can we be better? Let's come together. How can we build something better? How can we be better than our previous fathers were? How can we be better than our circumstances right now? You see guys that grew up in single parent homes where their mothers are doing absolutely everything to help them, doing double shifts, many hours, and also even trying to get help from around to help them. But yet you've got their little friends male circles that are also from single parent families and for some reason they just don't encourage each other to be better. They'd rather be a product of their situation as opposed to being an outcome of their revelation. An outcome of their revelation meaning that they real that they realize what they don't want to be a part of and they cause themselves to make a shift in their decision making in their behavior in their actions. to take hold of their future to be better than their past and their experiences but we don't have enough of that rather we have guys going around and just you know causing themselves to keep falling deeper and deeper now granted there were some single male fathers the single parents who are fathers and I'm very soon will be interviewing a few of them and they're doing an amazing job my question however is to those very same guys even at my big old age at 25 i still know that there are people my age that still hang around with friends that they know that they're heading in the wrong path but don't correct them now i said there were four things i wanted to address first is accountability the second is love and i know the word love has almost whenever most people hear about it they think about the romanticized version of love and no i'm talking about love in its whole being how often do you express your love to your fellow brother to your fellow male friend by the things you do by how often do you check up on them and ask them listen bro i know you're acting like this what's really going on how can i be of help instead of saying listen man just man up man what are you on because the more you keep making it feel like it's not cool to be expressive or be vulnerable with another male the more they will keep on holding things up even though they're hurting and dying inside 
How much do we truly express love where we say that, do you know what, today I'm actually going to call this guy, I'm going to sit him down and tell him this is not right. Part of love is chastisement. Part of showing love is actually being able to be true and raw with someone and tell them the best things they need to do to get out of the rut they're in. Love is not ignoring them to their own demise. Love is not thinking that they will eventually figure it out. Love is taking the step to help them figure it out. Love is making sure that they are able to know that they can open up to you. Love is making sure that you are available to make them the best versions of themselves and not just do your own thing on your own side. That's the second thing. The third thing is growth. Growing together. Whilst you can hold someone accountable and you can show them love and tell them, okay, this is the thing. The growth, you think about it like a plant. If you if you place a seed, if you, dig, if you want to grow a, a tree, let's say a mango tree or whatever it is, you put the seeds in the ground, you cover it, you have to nurture it and make sure the right temperature, the water, the all these things, all these ingredients and all these steps are taken to ensure that it grows. However, there is a rough part in when the seed the, is still just germinating in the floor, in the ground. There is that formative stage that is very hard for it to break through. And a lot of times, some people do the first one where they hold each other accountable and tell them, listen, this ain't right, let's sort this out. And some people also go on to the second stage, which is love, which is actually being honest with them and getting them open to open up and take the right decision. Now, the next step is growth. And this tends to be the place that causes the most friction with a lot of guys because for them, and I know this is not for everyone, I'm not saying this is all guys, but most people, what I've come to find out is that they are able to get, if they're fortunate enough, they have friends that can take them the first stage of accountability, next stage of love. And then when it comes to growth, because it's a hard thing where both parties, the one that's helping and the one that's being helped, need to actively work on themselves. That is where it gets a bit sticky. And then someone stuck, people can easily fall out of place. This is why you need to remember the area of love, which endures a lot of strife, endures a lot of hardships to get to the right place. The growth element is where you involve not just yourself, where you also allow them to seek help if they need to, get professional help. If there's therapy that they need, you recommend them to get therapy. This is where it encompasses more than what you know and more than what you have to offer. Because when we grow, we don't grow alone. Forget this whole self-made thing. Someone had to help you. There was someone directly or indirectly that poured into your life. You hear of these greats, these men that have been great. There was someone at some point in their life that actually helped them to grow. So why can't you do that to your male friends? Why can't you do that to your brothers? Why can't you have that relationship even with your father? Upward relationship. A young child, a young son can also help their father grow. Growth is not something that is determined by age, but determined by your availability to learn. I'll say that again. Growth is not something that's determined or limited by age, but your availability to learn. So if you're available, if the person's available to learn, if they're open-minded to learning, help them to grow because that's the only way we can go forward. Now we talked about accountability, we talked about love and we talked about growth. The last but not the least, the last thing that brings everything together is consistency. Consistency. 
because holding people accountable, that's amazing. And you could do it with one area of their life, let's say it's their finances, and finally help them get it sorted by showing love, they're being loved, loving and sitting them down to help them sort their finances out or their behavior out. And then you got put in the growth where you're really there to see them do the work. Now, the consistency is helping them do it in every single area of their lives. Now, for many, this can feel like so tasking. Because there are some guys that will come together to hold each other accountable. You know, guys, we've got to make this money. You know, let's start a group. Let's start a mastermind group. They're working hard to get the money up. But they see each other struggling in different areas of their life. Let's say in relationship with their families, in relationship with their loved ones, in relationship, all different places. Even if it's certain terms of addictions that they have. The consistency in this case is helping them to grow helping them to hold them accountable, love them and help them grow in different areas of their lives, in different segments of their life, be it love, academics, career, whatever it is, the consistency needs to span across. And this message comes from my heart because I'm seeing so many men hurting inside because their friends or their male friends that they, they're the closest to aren't even helping them grow or aren't even opening their eyes to realize the other areas that they need help with. Now, whilst I can go on and on about this very topic, I want you to listen to this episode again, watch this episode over and over again and ask yourself with each of your friends, if you were able to write down all the names of your friends, your male friends in your life, and this goes to the ladies as well, those male friends that you have, or even your boyfriends or your husbands, whoever it is, have you been able to help them in these four areas? Have you been able to say of of a truth that you're doing the four different things? being able to hold them accountable, being able to love them, being able to help them grow and being able to do that consistently in different parts of their life. Write their names and write those four segments and tick off for each person which one you're doing and which one you haven't done. Because we all have a role to play in making sure that we have a generation, a future generation of men that are truly wholesome, and men that are, can truly be great examples in society, irrespective of your race, irrespective of your religion, whatever it is, what are you pouring to another man? How are you helping them become great men? Because at the end of the day, these very men will, some of them, many of them become fathers. And if they don't get that, people only give what they have. If they can't get that from you, they probably won't be able to give that to their kids. And this is where the cycle of destruction continues. Let's end this cycle of destruction and bring about accountability, love, growth, and consistency. With that, I just want you to remember, as we approach Father's Day in the coming weeks, remember that being a father is not just a biological thing. You could have a young man, you could have a young boy that you could mentor a nephew, whoever it is that you could pour something into their lives. Speak to them, help them how you can the best way you can and also when you have a male friend or someone trying to pour into your life put the ego aside put the pride aside and open yourself up to get the right help because when we are able to help and accept help that's when we can truly make the right changes it's been an amazing opportunity it's been an amazing blessing to speak to you today remember remember the four different things accountability love growth and consistency all throughout it's been chinadim and it's been an amazing pleasure and just before we wrap things up i want to remind you and encourage you to please 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 subscribe to our youtube channel 
journey to fatherhood on youtube and on instagram follow us at journey to fatherhood on twitter we have our handle is j2 fatherhood j number two fatherhood please get in touch with us because we're really looking to hear your stories we want to see your wonderful stories because i believe everyone listening to this either personally or know someone that has a great story that could be great for the listeners we believe we can always learn by learning from others and the experiences that we don't have to go through in order to go forward i want to hear from you please make sure you follow us on our spotify apple podcast soundcloud wherever you're listening from podcast wise please follow us and leave a review leaving a review makes a whole load of difference in terms of engagement and reaching the right people it's been chinadum welcome to june the month that you're due have a great day speak to you next week take care